You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And good morning. This is Real Presence Radio Live. Steve Splonskowski along with Tom O'Keefe. And uh, this hour we're going to visit with Bear Wozniak. Uh, he is uh, has the uh, Deep Adventure Ministries uh, and radio show on EWTN. He also has a book coming out called 12 Rules for Manliness. Is it morning there, Bear? Well, I guess you might think so. It's You know, normally at uh, this hour, I'm usually up at this hour, but it's dark 30. Uh, the roosters are crowing outside. We live in Waikiki Beach, so it's uh, 5.30 in the morning here. Uh, but I live right above the Catholic Church. In fact, my, my, my office is right above the altar. So we're right on the beach, right above St. Augustine's Church. So, so good morning. Good morning, Good morning to you. Thanks for being with us this morning. And uh, you're yeah. coming to uh, to Sioux Falls for our banquet here November 9th uh, for the Banquet for Real Presence Radio. So uh, exciting to have you here. Uh, and you're actually from the North Dakota area. Uh, is it yeah, Powers Lake? Um, yeah. I, 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 my, my wife told me we should probably not wear our flip-flops. She probably brings real shoes. <laughs> no, I was, born in, I was born in Powers Lake, North Dakota, and... Have so many memories of traveling. We've, I was raised in California, but so many memories of traveling back to the Dakotas. And I, I got to go to Powers Lake uh, a year and a half ago, and uh, go to Mass. And uh, people there remembered my parents. My dad was a great basketball coach, and uh, and uh, they brought out the little baptismal font that I was baptized in. It was just really. Really, an amazing thing. So we Beautiful. love the Dakotas, the tough. The, the, you know that that's where all the real, you know, men are, right? We like to think so. We like to think so. <laughs> yeah. uh, we would not agar- argue with that. God's country up up here. Um, Bear, tell us a little bit about your own uh, journey back to your faith, your Catholic faith. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Well, let's see. You know, I guess you know I, I had had a, a powerful conversion experience when I was nineteen years old. It's through the Catholic Charismatic Renewal. But I was in the South and uh, in Texas and met, met wonderful, wonderful, beautiful Protestant Christians. And because I was under catechized, I really didn't understand my faith, even though I tried to learn. I just, I'm, I'm so old, the new Catholic catechism hadn't even come out yet. So, so I just, I, although I stayed devoted to the Lord, I just kind of drifted away. And I came to a point where I was just like, I felt like I was swimming in the shallow end of the pool, you know, it was like, uh, the feeling is that all there is. There must, there must be something more. But my my parents, my dad and my mom, continued in their Catholic faith. My dad became a Catholic deacon, and he made the mistake of sending me Stephen Ray's book, Crossing the Tiber. Stephen Ray's a good friend of mine now, and I got introduced to the early church fathers, and hence the slippery slope. And uh, and uh, so uh, once I began to read like Justin Martyr. Uh, his his writing on the uh, defending the Eucharist, uh, it was like I came roaring back to the faith. I, I knew that if the, I knew the primitive church was a Catholic church, and it's where I belonged. And then I was just overwhelmed. I just got ferociously hungry, and still am. And I read and I read and I read all the great writings of the church, and uh, and so so glad to. I feel like you know uh, here in Hawaii, I look out. If you go three miles out from where I live, you go. It's three miles deep, the ocean, and I feel like that's that's the depth of what I've discovered. You know, so so glad to be back in the faith, and uh, and I feel a little bit dangerous because of it. 
Well, and you mentioned the slippery slope. I think it's a positive slippery. It's a, the slope up. The slope up to Jesus versus the other slippery slope that goes the other way. Yeah. Hey, you know that, yeah, speaking of our loving the, 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 the early fathers, St. Augustine uses that term slippery slope in one of his writings. I'm like, oh, man, I thought John Wayne made that up or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We've been avoiding it for centuries. Yes. <laughs> the old slippery slope. Yep, unless unless you're the man from Snowy River, then you then you go down the slippery slope. But uh, oh, I anyway, I haven't, I haven't seen that show. I heard it's a great movie. Though. It's, it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a great movie. I don't I don't think it's real. I think that <laughs> that slope is a little <laughs> steep. And thinking those trees are kind of kind of straight. I don't think they grow straight on the side of hill like that. But anyway, oh, and that leads us right into the conversation. You've got this book coming up: Twelve Rules for Manliness. Where have all the cowboys gone? Talk to us a little bit. About what inspired that book? Oh, I want, I want to say one thing. I do. We just found out yesterday, by the way, our, our TV series, Long Ride Home, uh, you know, our motorcycle TV series. It's carrying on EWTN now, but it's also starting to show up on Prime Video. So people who love that show, they get to see 11 new episodes. Uh, all four seasons are up there, including the 11 newest ones filmed here in, in Hawaii. But uh, my wife, Cindy, she's a cowgirl from uh, from Florida. You know, she we, we met uh, tandem surfing. I was competing out in Florida, and she fell in love with tandem surfing and fell in love with me. That's where you surf with a woman and you, you do all these extreme lifts with her. Well, we were here um, a few years ago and driving along Diamond Head Cliff, and uh, she, the song came out on the radio, and she said, you're going to love this song. And she turned it up, and it's Paula Cole, and she's singing the words, where is my John Wayne? Where have all the cowboys gone? And so I will guarantee you, when, I go to, when we come to Sioux Falls, uh, before we can even get out of our car, there will be a, a host of women of all ages, and they'll basically blockade us from going in, because, and they say to us, tell the men we need for them to be men again. So women uh, are really, wherever, whether it's young women at the theology on tap, you know, college women, or no matter what age, they're saying we really need to let the men know we need for them to be men. So there's a, I think there's kind of a pendulum swinging back where people realize uh, you know, the the world has kind of gone off the deep end, and they're realizing the value of... And, you know, the word man, if you read the word the word man in Latin, it's the word ver. It's where we get the word virtue. And so that's what they're talking about. Not the macho, strong, silent type, but a man who wills the true good for others and, and seeks to do that through self-donation. That, that's virtue. That's what a man is. A man, manliness... I don't use the word masculine. It's been co-opted, and, and they're saying the word manly is kind of a little bit uh, pejorative to some people, or at least it's provocative, and it gets people's attention. But manliness really is being a virtuous man. And, and talk to us a little bit about the, this theme of, of cowboys and, and how that, that for, for, for you in the book here, is really this, uh, this uh, you know, flagstaff of, of manliness. How, how do you in your yeah. book talk about that? Well, you know, there's this guy, maybe you've heard about him. I think he was from Jamestown. His name is Louis Lamore, Louis Lamore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've, I read, I've read all of his books. In fact, I think parents should give those books to their sons uh, and their daughters, by the way, because the women all in his books were always very virtuous. Uh, that's why I would say strong and virtuous, and the men also. Uh, but they used to not show women as being strong, but Louis Lamore did. And it shows men that are being virtuous. And so I actually reached out to uh, Kathy Lamore and got permission to use some quotes from his books because I think I, I realize now how much uh, reading his books really formed me uh, 
uh, in the, at least the cardinal virtues of justice, self-mastery, prudence, fortitude. Uh, and, um, and so I, 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 wrote, I wrote and asked permission to use, uh, to use uh, his, some of his quotes. He was the one who so many of the great Western movies were made, were, were written based on his novels. So the cowboy to me, I mean, as a young man, uh, oh man, I, w- I watched Bonanza and Rawhide and Gunsmoke and, and, and all these. I, I remember uh, Little Joe, he was, my, he was my hero. He would <laughs> jump, he would roll on the ground and spin on the ground while he was shooting his gun. You know, that was his, his move when someone was going to shoot him. And I guess I think he's got, I think he was shot 16 times and he killed 61 people. So I don't know if he really should be my hero, but, <laughs> but, those, but, but, but the virtue that they, that, uh, of, of seeking the true good always in every situation, uh, of being wise, not clever necessarily, but wise, and, uh, and fortitude, and, and standing between the vulnerable and those that would try to harm them. And so uh, there's so much of that cowboy mystique that was built in, and I think still is, uh, to, 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 to all, the, all the generations. But it's not just the Western cowboy, the American cowboy. I mean, cowboys are like this. Here in Hawaii, we have the Paniolo cowboys that came primarily from Mexico and Spain. They're the same rugged breed. Uh, because that sort of, you know, life of 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 of, of people really relying on you uh, and uh, being rugged and, and a lot of the solitude in the saddle, and I find a lot of that same sort of experience when I ride motorcycles. You know, the bikers kind of have this; they ride in a pack, uh, but even when you're with other men, you're really alone. You're on your motorcycle, a lot of time to pray and to think and. So cowboys were known to be philosophers and poets and songwriters. So, um, yeah, there's a lot about the cowboy. I think I think if you look at the, the way I present this in the book, is I go through, um, you know, I, I say John Wayne said, I think he's quoting Louis Lamore, every man's got to have a creed, a code he can live by. Well, for me, my creed, my personal creed, is the most radical quest a man can pursue is to abandon himself the wild adventure of God's will. That's the way God wired me. It's 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 it, it, it describes my pursuit of, of of I believe the life has has for me personally and in general. For us, we know the Baltimore Catechism to know, love, and serve God in this world. But that's my creed. Uh, but every man comes factory loaded to 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 live a life in pursuit of of, of virtue and pursuit of God. Now, once you have that creed. Then you need a code to live by. I'm a Benedictine oblate. You know, I have, uh, I, I live by the rules of St. Benedict. Well, in the book, I outline 12 rules. There's many more. But a code that, can, for example, how you treat a woman defines you is one of my codes. Writing for the brand. Uh, living out your, men and women both should really define themselves by writing out their personal creed. And then, how will you live your life out? Because when you do that, the Catechism says, when you live a life of virtue, it provides a life of ease. It's easy to make decisions in difficult situations. Um, you don't get yourself entrapped by being undisciplined and, and uh, uh, walking down paths that are dead ends. Uh, certainly it may require your martyrdom, but even there God provides you the grace to, 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 to follow His will, you know. If you're just joining us, you're hearing the voice of Bear Wozniak. He's coming to our area, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, for a uh, the uh, Real Presence Radio Banquet, November 9th uh, here. 
in, in Sioux Falls and in Fargo, February 26, 2024. So you'll hear Bear Wozniak right here um, in at the banquets for Real Presence Radio. We're talking about his book, 12 Rules for Manliness, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? And uh, we're going to continue this conversation on the other side of the break, uh, but this is Real Presence Live, and uh, don't go anywhere. We're going to continue the conversation of, of what's your experience, uh, listeners out there? Um, what, is, what does manliness mean? What does it mean to be a man? What is virtue, and how should that be lived out in our lives? How are you living out in your life today? Uh, we'll continue the conversation on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. God's blessings to all of you. My name is Father Chad Wilhelm, and I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo. And this year I celebrate 25 years of being a priest. And the joy, the great things that I love about the priesthood is the deep relationship that Jesus and I have as speaking heart to heart. He knows the depths of my heart, and he speaks to all of us in the depths of our heart. That's what I enjoy about being a priest, that I get to speak about Jesus, not just on Sundays, but every day of my life, and that I've given my life to Jesus and the church. What a wonderful grace and a gift that has been for me for 25 years, and to serve the good people of the Diocese of Fargo, but just to serve the church as a whole. May God continue to bless all of you as you listen to Real Presence Radio. As you think about your future, there is one more thing you can do to add certainty to your life. Write or update your will and estate plan. If you pass away without a plan, all you have worked for in life, financially and emotionally, will be decided and divided by someone you may have never met before. We have some tools to help you in your planning. For more information, please visit our plan-giving website at rprlegacy.org or call Mike at 701-290-4503. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. This is Real Presence Live. Thank you for sticking with us. we got just another 15 minutes in the show, visiting with Bear Wozniak. Again, he's coming to the Real Presence Radio area, uh, Sioux Falls, in November and February. He's coming to Fargo, so uh, visiting with him now about this this art of manliness, these 12 rules of, for manliness. And over the break, uh, Tom, uh, you were telling a story about moving your parents here oh, to yeah, Fargo. Yeah, I moved my parents down to Fargo from a small town up in the Canadian border, and and that was the most important thing to my dad, that when the, when the TV went on, that it was either the gun smoke or rifleman. You know, we talk yeah. about the yeah. influence of the media and our culture, and, you know, when I was growing up watching those shows, like you were talking about, Bear, those things formed us, formed us yeah. into the men we are, and we just don't have that yeah. available to us today. 
That's why it's yeah, so important I mean, the work you're doing. Yeah, it's the it's 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 the example. And the men in my life were like that. Uh, I remember Jake and Joe down at the local Coralitas Market in California. One was a butcher. One took care of the shelves, and and uh, we would always go in there. We could get a we could get a, you know bases and a, some baseball bats and balls and play in the kind of the the lot over there by the corral in that area. And uh, and and they would they would make money. They would they would raise the, the men would get together and have a big pancake breakfast and raise money for the for the local kids. And so I mean those men they may not have all been virtuous, but they aspired to be. And if they weren't, uh, uh, they knew it. You know, they, they they weren't confused about what was right and what was wrong, whether or not they pursued it. And and the men worked hard, um, sometimes more than one job. Uh, and most of my most of my friends, when we came home from school, our moms were there. And uh, I'm not saying that that you know women uh, have a lot of freedom now, and, and, I'm, and I'm glad that they do. But sometimes when you get to the point where you have Two people working so hard uh, that when they get home, they're too exhausted to, to really love and care for the kids. It gets a little bit confusing for a child. So, so yeah. So the the cowboy the cowboy meant a lot to me growing up, and I think it still holds a lot of mystique. The, the most popular shows on TV right now are are, are westerns. Some of them are more like uh, soap operas sometimes, but still there is that that kind of draw towards towards that uh, that cowboy toughness and that cowboy uh, virtue. Well, and I, I, Barry, you were talking before the break here about how the root of, of manliness, the, the the word man is is veer in Latin, which is, is the root for the word virtue. And so being a man means to be virtuous. And uh, you were talking about, and this really struck me when you, when you said over before the break, was the sense that, you know, cowboys... Uh, were, were decisive. They were they were rugged. They were decisive, yeah. and they knew who they were. And I think that's in, in life. If you know who you are, if you know your creed, what yeah. you stand for, decisions right. are easy because you can look at things and go, "No, that's not something I would do." Nope, I don't do that kind of thing. And and I, as yeah. so I'm, I myself, as a country boy, I'm um, raising my kids in the country and working with horses and and, and the cattle that we have um, wow. out there. It's just for me, it's being so close to the land that you know yeah. right we came from. In Genesis, we were made from the dirt. We were made from, you know, we, the dirt. And, and, and that's being close to the land and, and knowing where you are, where you come from. It really gets rid of a lot of this nonsense that's going on in the world today. If you're around animals and you raise animals, you know how all this stuff works. There's a boy, there's a girl, and they have babies. Yeah. That's just how it is. The rest yeah. of it is nonsense, you know. And so you really, I, I really do think that moving away from our connection to the land has really been to the detriment of our knowledge of ourselves. Well, you know, men and men are made out of mud, right? Women are more highly distilled. They come from the area of the heart, you know, from the man's side, the rib. But, um, well, it's just, it's, it's, you know, the thing you said, being down to earth, it's very Aristotelian, right? Uh, in his thinking, just what makes, what's common sense, Thomas Aquinas too, what, what makes sense? And uh, what, what just seems to, I mean, it's just, it's natural law. But uh, Aquinas had a, had a definition for what it, basically his description of an effeminate man would be a man that just seeks his own pleasure. And, and, and you look around, uh, there's so many man boys out there now because they're basically seeking pleasure. And, and a big part of that is, is pornography. They don't need to have a woman. They can, they've, they've got their, their virtual woman or whatever. They have pornography that they've fallen into, 
and they can have that without any responsibility. I think one of the biggest the biggest downfall came, and we had it right with the with the encyclical Humanae Vitae. Before that time, before the, the free love generation, which was really free to it was just actually a, a, a free fall into destruction. All of Christianity rejected contraception and rejected abortion. And so once that tilt took place, the man boys would say to the woman, well, if you really loved me, you would go to bed with me. They were very coquettish that way. And uh, and so man boys never had to take on responsibility. John Paul II's first writings were love and responsibility. They go together. Because if you love someone, you're going to, you know, you're going to care for them and and uh, and try to lift them up. When I can't serve with my wife, um, as a man, you know, we, we paddle into the waves together. I get up first. She gets up and leans her, her cheek against my cheek, her back against my chest. I'm surfing the wave. I'm leading the wave. And, and then I give a little push on her hip, and she knows she's going to turn or whatever position she's going to be in. She's going to leap, and I'm going to lift her into a lift. And in order for a woman to be able to do that, a man has to inspire trust in her. You can't just say, trust me. You have to prove yourself. And I remember a couple weeks after we were tandem surfing, she was, we were just starting to tandem surf together out in Florida. Um, she asked me, did you have back surgery? And I said, no. And a couple weeks later, she asked me again. I said, no, I didn't have back surgery. And she goes, well, why do you have these, these cuts on your back? Well, that's from when there's a wipeout or we're going to fall, something's going to cross in front of us. I'll flip, catch the woman, jump off the back of the board. I'm leashed to the board, so the board will drag me across the reef. That's what a man's supposed to do, lift the woman up, display her beauty, her power, her grace. No one looks at me when we're tandem surfing, and I'm to protect and I'm to, to lead, I'm to watch out for her. And if you're a tandem surfer and your partner gets hurt, your career is over because women find out about it fast. So we need men to come back to that point where... They show real leadership, especially moral leadership, and and uh, and protect, provide, and lift women, and lift the family, lift the people. Love and responsibility, they go hand in hand. So the man boys seek pleasure, but a real man uh, wants to carry the burden of responsibility. He longs for it. Like I said, he's factory loaded to be that strong, virtuous person, and, and we have that call within us to heroic virtue. Nothing's more satisfying than laying down your life for, for the people you love. If you're just joining us, you're hearing the voice of Bear Wozniak, and uh, he is coming to the Real Presence Radio listening area, Sioux Falls, uh, November 9th, and Fargo, February 26th. Uh, you can get his book pretty much everywhere. I'm sure if you just go online, 12 Rules for Manliness, I can see it's available on Amazon. Other sites, uh, do you have a preferred site uh, for getting that book, Bear? Well, we love to support our Catholic bookstores. It's in the Barnes & Noble stores, too, but... Uh, Amazon, actually, Sophia likes you to go to their site, but I like go Amazon because then when you buy it and you give a review, it helps them promote it. It's 12 Rules for Manless, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? And I'm coming to uh, the Dakotas, but my wife, my bride, Cindy's coming with me, too. So that that's the real uh, that's the real treasure. That, that they'll get to meet my, my bride. Wonderful. We look uh, forward to seeing you here, Bear, again in Sioux Falls, uh, November 9th and Fargo, February 26th. Have a great rest of your day, Bear. We're getting snow here. I bet you're not getting that there. Uh, no, what's gonna be, it's going to be kind of cold here. It's going to get down into the low 80s. Oh, brutal. Oh, brutal. Yeah, yeah. Well, enjoy. <laughs> enjoy it for us. <laughs> okay, my brother. Thanks, man. God bless. God bless. All right, and we're going to turn the microphone over to Aaron for a preview of the next Real Presence Live. 
On the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, your hosts will be Jacques Daniel and Michael Pauly coming to you live from Rapid City, South Dakota. Their guests will include Father Gerard Braun, a priest of the Fargo Diocese who was on a pilgrimage to the Holy Land when the war between Israel and Palestine started, and Joel Stefanik, Chief Mission Officer for the National Eucharistic Congress. All this and more is coming to you on the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. And uh, folks, uh, as you know, if you missed any of the programming here on Real Presence Live this morning, you can pick it up at realpresenceradio.com, realpresenceradio.com. Download that app. Again, remember, as the days get shorter, if you're listening on 1370 or 1280 or, uh, let's see, 1080, any of the AM stations we have in the Real Presence Radio Network, uh, we have to go to low power as soon as the sun goes down. So you'll want to get that, that app so you can listen on your phone and uh, get the signal uh, loud and clear. Uh, 24-7 for Real Presence Radio. And also remember to sign up if you're in Sioux Falls. Love to see you at the banquet November 9th uh, with Bear Wozniak coming up November 9th in Sioux Falls. Uh, come out in droves, Sioux Falls. We want to see you fill that banquet hall. And, of course, Fargo, February 26th. He's coming here as well. And, of course, we you know, Fargo, we usually get about 1,000 people thousand at the banquet. People, yeah. So, uh, that's a, again, let's fill that up again. What a great opportunity um, to uh, listen to Bear Wozniak, and you can tell just from his conversation on the radio, very uh, lots of uh, thoughts and and really a, a great uh, presentation there, uh, talking about uh, manliness and I just loved Tom where he talked about really that we're we're here to show off our brides, Absolutely. you know, to to raise them up, and, uh, and of course they raise us up too. In, in their own in, in their own way by loving us, but uh, I don't know about you. I'm uh, my wife is uh, better than I deserve. Oh, isn't that true? I, I married way up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thanks, honey, for all that you uh, you do for our family and and for saying yes uh, so many years ago. Appreciate you very much and love you. And of course, gentlemen, make sure you say uh, tell your wives that you love them today and uh, let your children know because that's part of the art of manliness of being a man is uh, being able to to share that love that Christ has given to each of us. So, folks, thanks for listening. This has been Real Presence Radio. Again, check it out, realpresenceradio.com for the podcast. Um, and now we t- send head back to EWTN Programming right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.